What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Wow, seriously, guys, what a crazy season. I'm just still kind of shocked um, with that whole reunion part three. I, I'm, I was at a loss for words. I was having a hard time coming up with things to you know, discuss usually like I'm taking my notes during the show and I'm like, I I have everything mapped out. And like with this, it was just like, there was so many things and I didn't really know like how to like piece the words together. So I'm just going to kind of roll with the punches here. First off, I do want to say, um, and I believe I said this last week with reunion part two, I, I really want to know like what Denise is talking about when she says that she wants to see the text or I'm sorry that she wants to you know, out the text between her and Rena. I, I don't know what that really means. Like, I don't know if Rena was talking shit about the other women. I don't really know what that means. So it's like, I really, I want her to just put those out there because if Brandy and Denise's texts are out there, then Denise and Rena's text should be out there. I don't see why they shouldn't be, to be honest. One of the questions that's been on my mind for pretty much the whole season, um, and I know I started this podcast kind of mid-season, so, um, I kind of want to know, like, who allowed Brandy back on, like, how Brandy got into the mix again, um, because she was on last season, but it was just one, she was a guest star with Denise, and they went to dinner, and that was the first time they had met, um, so I, I, I mainly just want to know, yeah, I kind of just want to know, like, who allowed her on camera, and who allowed her the platform to share this story, how this story got out there I mean obviously it was from Brandy but I want to know you know I I mean obviously to me it seems very calculated so there has to be a reason you know why maybe Bravo execs came to her or something I mean I'd like to know a little bit more information on that from you know Andy or whoever it's still really sad for me to see like the demise of Lisa and Denise I mean like when they played that clip back and it was just like bringing her on the show and you know the fun times they've had and even like the pictures of them from years ago like I mean they had something real and genuine and it's like it's just crazy to me and it's like they've known each other for so long and I don't know if you guys caught this but I was listening very carefully to what Denise had to say the whole episode I was listening to what she had to say and if you listen to her she said at one point that she feels like the show has changed Lisa. And to be honest, I don't have an opinion other than the, I don't have an opinion of Rena other than what I've seen on the show. And to be honest, in the past, I've kind of just, you know, I I've really liked Rena because for one, she's she has no filter. Um she kind of, you know, she says what's on her mind. Uh she holds people accountable. And in the past, it's worked for her. Um, And there's been, you know, a lot of moments that are great for her. Um, But this season, I saw, like, a huge change in her um, as a person. Siding so much so with the, the petty drama and not, you know, and not siding with her friend. And it's like, it's just sad to see, you know, that whole, it, it is a betrayal in a way. And, um... I don't know. I mean, that whole part is just sad to me. And I think that's, that's what's crazy is how, you know, Denise is saying, um, 
I think the show changed Lisa. I, to be honest, I think it has too. Um, I didn't really think so up until this season. But um, yeah, I think um, honestly, I mean, she might just be trying to keep her, her position on the show. And um, she was definitely a center of talk this year. So it's like, I can understand, you know, trying to stay relevant, but, you know, still, that's your friend, you know, of 20 years, that's supposed to be your friend, so I, I don't know. I am glad to know that, well, not glad, but it is interesting to know uh, now that the cease and desist was sent to Brandy, um, as well as, I think Denise said, some execs at Bravo. Um, but I don't think, um, well, yeah, she said it was a cease and desist. Um Obviously, you know, Denise didn't explain the cease and desist right. Basically, a cease and desist is kind of like a shut up. Um, you know, legally, you're, you're, you know, you're bound legally to not because it's like kind of like a defamation of character type thing. So, um, you know, she obviously did the cease and desist for Brandy to, to stop, you know, talking about it. Obviously, she's still talking about it um, because she was on Watch What Happens Live. So I, I don't really know, like how that really works or I, I don't know what she's allowed to speak on or if it was even like if that was appealed or whatever the issue was but um as far as bravo goes they were basically trying to um or, or i'm sorry denise was trying to get bravo execs to not use that footage um which ultimately i mean anything that bravo films they're pretty much going to use that like i feel like not a lot of footage gets lost, especially if it's high in the content of drama. So I think it just didn't, this season, unfortunately, didn't work out in Denise's favor. And I think that kind of relates back to what I had mentioned on After Hour T um, about uh, a tweet that Bethany sent out to um, to Denise. Or not to Denise, but it was kind of like a, a you know, an advice to her. And I, I think... Um, it, it really stood with me well because she said, um, you know, you're on a reality show where someone's always winning and someone's losing. And it's it's kind of like, you know, you kind of do have to roll with those punches. And so I feel like Denise had a struggle with this because the lie that was being told, you know, or this story between her and Brandy was so um, defamatory that it, it, it was almost hard for her to not... Um, you know, want to end it and want to just not talk about it. And I think that's why she swept it under the rug so much. I don't think she really thought it was going to be that big of a thing. I mean, clearly, whether, you know, Denise was guilty or not in this whole situation, if she were to come to Rinna and say, look, this happened and I need you to protect me, it's, it's kind of like what, you know, Garcelle was saying, like, all she does is attack her and all she has done this whole season besides that one moment in Italy was attack her for not being open and honest. And I want to also say um, that I was, you know, honestly, you could play a drinking game with how many times the women all said open and honest. Because it's like, okay, if we're being open and honest about everything, Denise is being open and honest about her part. She's telling you guys it didn't happen. So it's your job to either believe her or not believe her. And at the end of the day, if you don't believe her, then that's up. That's your problem. That's not. That's not Brandy's. Or I'm sorry. That's not Denise's. Um, so it's like it. It really doesn't make any sense when people are saying, you know, I want her to be open and honest. I mean, what more do you want her to say? It didn't fucking happen. Um, the texts, you know, are obviously they're they're there. I I I still feel that the texts are real. But again, I don't feel like the texts point to an affair. 
So it's like, yes, they point to a friendship or some sort of, you know, platonic relationship, but by no means does it say, hey, I'm going to meet you in this hotel room and we're going to get it on. Like, that's not, that's not what the texts say. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that Lisa then said, I would hope she would come to me and tell me that, if, if I was in, uh, Denise's situation, there's no way in hell I would go over and talk to Rina. I would say, fuck you. And I would not talk to her. That's what I would say. I mean, the women are preaching that they want honesty. And, you know, like I said, they want you to be open and honest, but yet they don't want to hear Denise's truth. Um, and, you know, Denise even said, I, what more can I say? I've already said my piece. I don't know what else you guys want me to do. You don't believe me. So at the end of the day, if they don't believe her, there's nothing she can do. I mean, it's as clear as day that Bravo knew exactly what was going to be put on the show. Um, I think they, you know, obviously had no intention of cutting out any of that footage. I mean, it's drama, you know, like they can't cut that out. It's it's what makes the show. And I think um, it, it's kind of, um, it's just kind of upsetting. I just want to say for one final thing on that part of the reunion was... Um, you know, the women didn't leave it very open-ended for Denise to even come back. So that's why it makes a little bit more sense that, you know, aside from the money part of the contract that they were in negotiations with, um, you know, with Denise, I I don't feel very welcomed. If I was in her position, I wouldn't feel very welcome back either. I mean, Lisa didn't leave it very open-ended and the other women claimed, you know, that they wanted to have maybe one-on-one conversations with her. But it's like, Honestly, where do we go from here? There's not really a place. Um, there, there's no place to kind of just, you know, restart and rehash this. You know what I mean? All right, let's take a brief break from the heaviness of the first part of that episode. And let's talk about something a little lighter. <laughs> I loved the clips they were playing back um, between Erica and her husband, Tom. I... Um, I can't remember if I've said this before or not, but I don't ever really feel like we got to know Tom. And I think it's just because he's such a busy man. But I felt like in the short scenes that we saw this season, um, we really got to know him a little bit more um, and the way he converses with people. And, um, you know, we've seen him on the show before in the past with um, different scenes and stuff. But he's he's always kind of like not involved. And it's kind of nice to see him and Erica have those little one-on-one moments, um, and just the, you know, the conversations that they share. Um, I I just think they're so sweet together. Um, I know the age difference is such a, you know, (laughs) it's such an awkward thing. Um, you know, Erica's 46 or 48, I think she's 48, um, and he's 80 something. Um, it's, it's definitely an astronomical age difference, (laughs) but, um, Nonetheless, um, I think from what we've seen and from what we know and from what Erica tells us, uh, they have a great relationship and um, he just seems like a really sweet shade. Garcelle didn't go to see Erica. Um, Yeah. um, Although I didn't really like the argument that the women were making that she didn't support her. Like I thought Rena saying the whole comment about, you know, well, why don't you, you know, why didn't you go to see her? Well, what were you doing? Why were you busy? It's just like, okay, you know, I don't feel like Garcelle needs to explain herself. I mean, she's new to the group. She's new to being around Erica. It's not really, you know, like, 
I don't feel like she needs to fly across the country during a really, really busy schedule and go see Erica when they just met a year ago. I don't really think, I mean, Sutton did that, but, you know, that's just kind of who Sutton is. I mean, she chartered the plane because maybe she wants to do that. But I don't feel like Garcelle, I feel like Garcelle needs to get to know the women a little bit more before she does that. I'm sure she would have loved to be there. But, um, you know, she explained herself. I don't think that she really needed to explain herself. Um, uh, you know, she supported Erica. She made it clear by, she wouldn't have made that comment about Rena, you know, taking the spotlight away from her if she didn't support Erica. So I don't feel like people should have come after her for that. But yeah, shade. I mean, come on, let's talk about that shade. All right. So let's talk a little bit about this whole Aaron situation that happened early on in the season. Um, since I started my podcast midway through this season, um, you know, I didn't get to share my thoughts on this. Um, I actually felt like Aaron and Brandy were, uh, Aaron and Brandy, what am I even saying? I got Brandy on my mind. Aaron and Denise, <laughs> I actually felt like they um, were really annoying at the beginning of the season, um, how they kept getting up, they never wanted to explain themselves, or I'm sorry, they they always wanted to explain themselves, but they never wanted to hear what any of the other women had to say. Um, you know, they were always walking away from the situation and they weren't, you know, facing the women. Um and Aaron definitely was mansplaining. I mean, anybody who has a set of eyes and ears could see that he was mansplaining. Um, he did it multiple times, and it was very annoying and very agitating. Um, I'm not a woman, but I would be offended, to be honest. I was offended as a male. <laughs> so um, I could imagine what the women felt like being spoken to like that. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like Aaron is... Um, He's kind of like that macho weird guy. Uh, he's always kind of he's always been kind of quirky. I mean, even last season he was kind of quirky. So um, I don't know. I just felt like um, the whole situation with the kids was a separate issue, and then they started kind of like going off topic, saying, "Well, like, do you guys feel good about yourselves bringing this up?" Um, you know, or I shouldn't say both of them, but Aaron was saying, "Like, do you guys feel good about yourselves? Like, doing all this?" And it's like, okay. You don't need to take it that far. You can just say there's nothing else to talk about. Or, you know, here's an idea. Aaron should just not get involved with the women drama. That's a great idea. Um, anybody who's a Housewife fan knows that it's never good when the husbands get involved in Housewives drama. Um, and I feel like uh, maybe Denise should have given her husband that heads up. Um, but I do have to say, and I've said this before, I did like... The fact that Denise apologized for him on his behalf and then she said, I would like to have him apologize for you guys in person um, in order to explain that. But other things had happened and obviously that didn't come to fruition. <laughs> but um, I did like how she did that because most most women across franchises, when there's issues with the husbands, they say, well, he's his own person and he could say whatever he wants and he, you know, you have to talk to him about it. It's like you know, the husband shouldn't be involved. So the easiest way for the beef to be squashed is for, is, is what Denise did. How she said, you know what? I'm sorry that you guys felt that way. I apologize on his behalf. I'm sure he would love to apologize to you guys in person. That was the, honestly, that was the best way to handle it. Um, there, I don't think it would have been a good idea for him to be at the reunion. Um, just because, I don't feel like these women truly want to move on with him. I don't feel like they have, like... I, I don't feel like it was one of those situations, like, with, you know, because they kept referring to it, um, the PK situation with Erica. I don't... I feel like this is completely different. I feel like 
Denise is so far removed from these this these women and this group that it's not even worth it for Aaron to come to the reunion and, you know, apologize or whatever you want to say. I mean, obviously, we know that Aaron was trying to defuse the situation. And bottom line, he was doing a terrible fucking job at it. So, I mean, the whole situation was just kind of stupid. So it's like, I, I you know... Uh, Aaron won't be missed. <laughs> Just some final thoughts um, for the reunion, this reunion that we saw specifically. Um, kind of sad to see, um, you know, that Denise wasn't even really paying attention when they were playing all those clips back uh, with her and Lisa. And it just goes to show, again, how far removed she is from the group. And, um, I don't know. It was also really sad to just see Denise cry because you can tell that her and Lisa had a genuine friendship and for some reason Rena just has so much venom for her and it's like I just I I wanted them to reconcile so bad but I think you know they're kind of past the point of no return and um one comment that yeah that she said to that um kind of stood out to me was um, Andy had asked her, because I think there was a fan question, Andy had asked why Denise, or I'm sorry, why Rinna didn't pull Denise aside from the group and talk to her about this, you know, information that she had about Brandy ahead of time. And, excuse me, sorry. Um, And I think she had said something like, because we're making a TV show and you know, we're in the group. And, um, I don't know. I feel like that just kind of solidifies the fact that, um, she's changed because of the show. I mean, she has the show mentality, um, because you can, you can be a housewife and you can, you know, be on the show for whatever. But if that's your friend that you've brought onto the show that you've known for 20 years, whatever, um, you would still be able to talk to them without a camera. I mean, let's be real. Um, in this specific situation, it was so detrimental and so bad that I'm even shocked that Lisa didn't go forward and, um, pull her aside ahead of time. Um, from the moment that Kyle and Teddy told Rinna about the whole Denise and Brandy situation while they were on their way to Rome, um, I knew that there was going to be a shift in Rinna and Denise. I just knew it because the way that the information was given to her and the way the season transpired, I knew there was going to be a shift in the dynamic and, um, it's very, very disappointing to hear Rena say, cause we're making a TV show. Um, because that just goes to show that she doesn't give a shit about her friend's feelings. Um, and honestly, if I was in Denise's position, I, you know, I would take that to heart really. I mean, I'm a sensitive person. I can tell Denise deep down is a sensitive person um, just because, uh, you know, she, you know, she kind of got teary eyed and I saw her wiping away her tears a little bit. So um, she's hurt. I mean, I think she wants her. And she even said multiple times, you know, like, I never said you were a bad friend. I never said you were a bad friend. I'm not trying to make you look like a bad friend. I think she really wanted to move forward. But Rinna just does not want to move forward. And um, I, I, I don't know. The line was drawn in the sand with that last episode that we saw, um, you know, the finale with the conversation. 
that Denise and Rena had. I mean, the line was drawn, and again, I just felt like they were past the point of no return. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this reaction. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I got to talk about everything you guys wanted to talk about. If I missed something, um, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I don't really feel like there was much to say. I mean, um, after this episode, uh, and even after this season, I mean, I feel like we've kind of, kind of gone through everything at this point. It would be a little repetitive and I don't know. I still have like this weird feeling about this whole season and, um, I feel like it's not done, but even though it is, um, I just feel like it ended a little too early and I don't know. Do you guys feel weird too? Or is it just me? <laughs> In honor of this being uh, the first finale uh, of a franchise on Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, um, I'd love to start a new tradition with you guys where I tell you my favorite moment of the season and my least favorite moment of the season. I think I would have to say that my favorite moment of this season, um, which was kind of like a small moment, but um, just kind of seeing the journey um, of Erica going to Broadway, I being a huge musical theater fan, um, and knowing all the people that have stepped into Chicago on Broadway, like Nene Leakes, Candy Burris, um, Lisa Renna, you know, to, to give her some credit. Um, you know, all these people that I know um, as TV personalities or singers, whatever they are, um, to see Erica come forth and step into the shoes of Roxy Hart. Um, I've seen Chicago many times, not on Broadway, but just in, you know, regional productions and stuff. Um, I know how hard it is to play that role. Um, I know how hard it is to play any role, to be honest. And um, props to her, honestly, for getting up there and doing that because there's a lot of housewives across all the franchises that have tried to do singing, acting, and whatever. Um, but Erica's a true performer. She lives to perform. That's what she does. Um, that's how she made her money beforehand. And I think to see her kind of come full circle um, was just a great moment to see. I truly love watching her on the show, um, and I'm always rooting for her. Um, even though she kind of came a little hard on Denise, <laughs> I'm always rooting for Erica. And I have to say that my least favorite moment of this season, um, there's actually two. Uh, my, my, one of my least favorite moments of the season is seeing the fallout uh, between Rena and Denise. Um, just because they've been friends for so long and to see them at pardon is just, I don't know. I, it's just, it's definitely my least favorite moment. I don't, I don't like to see that. I don't want to see that. Um, and then I'd say, um, probably the fact that Denise is leaving, um, if that can be my least favorite moment. Um, I kind of talked about this a little bit in after hour tea, but, I, I mourn the loss of her on the show because I just feel like she was a prime, a prime candidate for the show. It was, it was definitely her time to be on. Um, you know, she's a working celebrity, a real mom, a real housewife. Um, but, um, and she was just very real. She was a really real and genuine person. And it was really great to get to know her. Even last season, we had some great moments with her last season the camping trip that, that was one of my favorite I have to say I, I last season besides the whole LVP thing was probably one of my favorite seasons of Real Housewives Beverly Hills because of the moments that the women shared when they were all together and they were laughing and having fun one of the greatest moments um, was the camping trip that the women took 
And, um, you know, Denise had a part in that. And so um, definitely my least favorite moment for this season is seeing her depart um, because I just, I, I don't want to believe, you know, because I know that Andy had come out and said that they couldn't agree on a contract or whatever. I don't want to believe that she's leaving because of this Brandy thing, but I, I, I part of me believes it. And um, it's just kind of sad because, you know, Brandy is irrelevant right now in the world of Housewives. And for her to just step in and, you know, kind of push away one of the greatest assets of the Beverly Hills Housewives, it's just really shitty. Um, so, yeah, um, honestly, um, I, I truly wouldn't mind if Rena steps away, too. I, I wouldn't mind that either. Um, and shockingly for me like that would that's shocking because I um I was a huge Rena fan before this season and now I'm not a Rena fan and I'm not a huge Kyle fan um I'm gonna kind of try to root for Kyle but um I wasn't happy with some of the decisions she made this season and I definitely wasn't happy with a lot of the the decisions that Rena made so but overall I think it was a good season (laughs) I don't know guys what did you think (laughs) that was a lot 